from the Swiss Alps to the Canadian Rockies, celebrating unique connections between Switzerland and Canada. Brought to you by the Swiss representations in Canada. Bonjour and welcome to our podcast. My name is Sarah Bagdasarians, Public Diplomacy Officer at the Consulate General of Switzerland in Montreal. Today, my guests are Sonia Muller and Teresa Hunkler, co-founders of Tourbird Walking Tours. Please tell us about you and how you met. So hello, everyone. My name is Sonia Muller, and it's a pleasure to be part of this podcast. Um, so a few words maybe about Tourbird Tours. They're actually self-guided audio walking tours, and you can access them right from your phone. And uh, each tour comes with a curated walking path. There are several audio stops, and there's also an interactive map where you can see yourself on that map if you want to. As for my background, I'm actually originally from Bavaria uh, in Germany, but I have lived and worked in Montreal for about 20 years uh, in different roles in consulting, sales and marketing for international corporations, but also for small startups and uh, governmental institutions. And uh, Teresa and I actually met during our studies at Concordia University right here in Montreal. Uh, where we completed an MBA and we worked on a lot of group projects together. We worked on assignments uh, together on the weekends and we became good friends and uh, we stayed in touch uh, over the years. And Theresa actually even came to my Canadian citizenship party, uh, party, <laughs> Canadian <laughs> citizenship ceremony. I guess it was a big party right. afterwards. And uh, it was actually a, a still an in-person uh, ceremony, a live in-person ceremony at the time, right before the uh, the pandemic hit. And hi, I'm Teresa Hunkler. Thanks so much for having us on this podcast. In case you can't tell by my family name, I have Swiss heritage. I worked in Zurich for a few years in my early 20s after I completed an electrical engineering degree in Canada. I've worked in the software industry for a number of years in product design, in large multinationals and small startups. And I'm now super excited to be bringing Trobird to life. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you for the introduction. How did you come up with the concept of Tourbird? Um, so before I talk a little bit about the idea and the concept, I have, I have to say, as I said, I have a background in consulting, sales and marketing. And during my time at the Swiss Business Hub, I also worked with some Swiss startups. And we even organized a Canadian mission for female entrepreneurs from Switzerland. And this certainly also inspired me to become an entrepreneur. As uh, for the idea for Tourbird, it was born during the pandemic. So I was walking around the Mile End, uh, which is a neighborhood in, in Montreal where I live in. And there was really not much else that you could do in terms of activities at the time, Certain, certainly no group activities. And I was thinking to myself that it would be great if there was a way to learn more about the history of the neighborhood, uh, the different buildings, the immigrants that came here because it's such a lively and diverse and really interesting neighborhood. And if there was such such a thing, such as a self-guided tour that I can access from my phone, uh, it would be perfect. So I talked to Teresa about the uh, idea and she also really loved the concept. Yeah, it really resonated with me. My favorite way to explore cities is on foot. When I lived in Zurich, I had many visitors from all over. I would show them the city on foot, great walking city, Zurich. Um, and even though the, the visitors had very different interests, they were all super interested in exploring the city by walking. And it was also fun for me to research what to show them. I have a work background in taking an idea or concept and building a software product out of it. So it was an amazing opportunity to combine my work skills with the passion I had for exploring cities. And after our first discussion with Sonia, um, one of the things I did was 
just before the pandemic, I'd been on a trip and I had a bunch of paper maps where I'd drawn out these little paths that I had walked. Um, so I took a picture of that kind of as a, you know, pretty quickly we realized that there's a lot of content still on paper or PDF files, and there was a good opportunity there to actually build something digital. So how did you develop your projects and, uh, well, what challenges and uh, did you encounter and how did you overcame, did you overcome all of them? Um, well, actually, we developed a first test tour um, in Montreal near the old port because that's really the area that attracts a lot of tourists in Montreal. And so the tour starts at Square Victoria and it explores a really scenic path that leads through McGill Street all the way to the old port and through some of the oldest streets in Montreal. And one of the initial challenges uh, that we encountered when testing and developing the tour was uh, certainly providing directions. So you can see yourself on a map, but in addition to that, uh, you are also pro providing directions in the audio description as well. So you don't always have to look on your screen. And in North America, it is very common to indicate going north, south, east, or west, or you say you continue for one or two blocks, but for Europeans, that that's very confusing. So they really didn't uh, take to that type of, uh, of directions that we provided. So we had to uh, focus more on describing certain landmarks and also change directions to say, go straight, turn left or right. Um, so there's also like a learning process with like the first tour or tours that we, we de developed. In terms of other challenges related to the business, it's certainly the fact that being part of a startup and only two, like we're two co-founders, you certainly were, wear different or multiple hats at once. Um, so you do all the accounting, marketing, producing content. And of course, one of the challenges is also building the visibility of our brand forward, as we have a, a limited marketing budget. So our focus ha has been very much on PR and uh, SEO, so search engine optimization for our website. We started a blog as well to gain a little bit more visibility. And of course, you can also follow us on social media where you can find us on under at Corbett Audio Tours. So we're trying to build that a little bit, that, that online community as well, to get our name out there. And another challenge has been deciding what to focus on. There are just a million things we could possibly do. Um, so we have to continually make hardest choices about what we actually do do. Sometimes we spend a lot of time researching a stop or really wanting to include a path down a street, but it just isn't working. It doesn't flow. So we have to make some difficult decisions not to include it. I've used my training and product development to create things in increments, test them, get feedback and improve and do that cycle all over again. And to try to be disciplined in just keeping things simple and not cluttering things. How do you choose your walks and how do you make those decisions? How do you find those hidden gems in, in a city? You talked about the old port, but maybe you have other tours that you want to talk about. Definitely, yeah, we have different tours. We have the old port tour, but also the, the murals tour that goes through the plateau on and around Boulevard Saint Laurent. And uh, so for our walks, uh, we really want to tell a story and include information and anecdotes that bring the information to life. So it's not just about the, the information itself. For example, for our, up, our upcoming Mile End tour, I interviewed the owner of the Rialto Theatre, and he told me that some of the scenes of the film Brooklyn were actually filmed there. Um, so then I went back and I tried to look at, okay, which scenes were actually filmed there and do I recognize the, the Rialto? And then, for example, also on the, on the same tour, there's some public artwork at Parc La Haye. 
And the artist, uh, Katrin Bolduc, she told me that she purchased some of the elements in a, a flea market in the basement on St. Michael's and St. Anthony, which is really a landmark in the Mile End. And it will also be part um, of our tour. And it's that kind of stories that we try to incorporate. And what's also really important is the path that we choose. So we actually go on site, we try it out. It's almost as important as the information itself. For example, as I mentioned on our murals tour, um, so we walk along Boulevard Saint Laurent, but it also explores back alleys, parking lots, and uh, the, for example, the scenic square Saint Louis. So that's also very important where you actually walk. And then there's also the element of surprise uh, that we try to incorporate in all of our tours. So for example, on the Square Victoria to the Old Port Tour, you walk on McGill Street, but then you turn around a corner and all of a sudden you're facing the stunning mural by Luca Beaufort that shows his characters Gus Gus dancing. And it's just this element of surprise that adds to the experience as well. Yeah, and in choosing our walks, we're looking for neighborhoods that are interesting, obviously, to explore on foot within a short distance, a few kilometers. We do thorough research on each stop of our tours. Um, it involves spending a lot of time in the archives, which is fun, I find, <laughs> and old newspapers to find interesting stories and old photographs, too, that give a sense of what the neighborhood was like in the past. It's something we can do on our platform so you can compare what it looked like in the past to what it looks like today. Tours that we currently offer, they're about mm -hmm. uh, two hours long. Uh, but then we're also working on, on a shorter tour uh, in the uh, in old Montreal, actually, uh, which is hopefully going to be perfect for the winter time because, um, you know, like a one hour tour, it can easily be done uh, if you don't have much time, if it's cold in the winter. And that's actually also the beauty of our tours. If it gets too cold, you can pause them anytime, you can resume them, you can go for a coffee, then continue. How long are they valid for? So... Once you purchase it, you actually have it in your account forever. So you can even oh. go back, redo the tour. You can look at the uh, the images because we, as uh, Teresa mentioned, we also spend a lot of time in, in archives. And we also often include like old maps and old images of like, for example, certain heritage buildings. So that's, that's a fun part too. You purchase it once and you can listen to it again anytime you want. And what languages are the tours offered? Um, so having multiple languages, that's actually certainly something that sets us apart. Um, certain tours, such as the um, Square Victoria to the Old Port Tour, they're available in four different languages. So we have it in English, French, Spanish, and German. And other tours are available in English and French. I don't know if uh, Teresa can add to that a little bit. Uh, yeah, so we're planning to expand to other cities in Canada and the U.S., and as we expand to cities outside Quebec, we really think it's incredibly important to include both French as well as English. We see that a lot of content for Francophones um, doesn't exist outside of Quebec, and, and many, many people visit other cities in Canada. And we also think it's a much better experience hearing, hearing the content in your own language. Uh, what cities, for example, are you uh, looking at in Canada and the States? Um, so, for example, Ottawa uh, is one of the cities where we're going to launch our next tour because it's actually a very interesting um, city and a very, very walkable city you know so there's a very interesting walking path that, that we develop for our next tour then of course uh, other cities such as uh, Vancouver, Halifax and then uh, maybe some like very walkable cities uh, in the eastern part of, of the U.S. so for example Boston um, so yeah. there are certain cities that are more that are better basically for for walking than others so we're focusing really on on those because that's 
what gives like a better experience, a better uh, experience for tourists. So how um, do you see Tourbird in the upcoming years? So first of all, of course, we want to expand, as we said, to other cities uh, in, in Canada and the U.S., But then also, I think maybe um, we want to, or we're interested in collaborating with organizations such as museums to see if you can co-create something uh, with them. So that's uh, like one of the, the, the areas of focus uh, for the next years, I think. And uh, you've talked about uh, some nice encounters you, you've made when you were doing uh, research on your tours. Are there other anecdotes that you want to add and share with our listeners or challenges perhaps um so maybe in like in terms of anecdotes um i think uh, like what we learned is our, our tours actually also resonate with schools so we had a couple of requests from school teachers interested in our tours for example to take our, our tour in english to you know teach their 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 students in english like for one of the tours um So that was very interesting because we hadn't really thought about um, the target market. So that was a, that was a surprise. In terms of challenges, um, I think it's certainly also like the, the financing part uh, for a startup because right now we're completely self-financed. So everything that we generate in terms of revenue, we basically reinvested into the development of new tours, uh, into marketing. So that's currently, I think, one of our, our main challenges that we face. Yeah, it puts some restrictions on, on how quickly we can grow. And sometimes we just have to make some really tough decisions about what we can do versus what we can't do. And although we'd really love to have tours available in all Canadian cities by next summer, it's probably not a realistic goal. <laughs> well, your projects are very interesting and um, wish you best of luck to uh, evolve as you, as you wish. We're reaching the end of our podcast. Where can people reach you? Floor is yours. So yeah, of course. Uh, first of all, thank you for uh, for having us at this podcast. If people want to reach us, uh, we would be happy to see them on one of our tours. All they have to do is basically go to our website, tourbird.ca, and create an account. There's no app download required. Uh, you can pay by credit card. Also, if you have any, any wishes or suggestions for tours, we would be very happy to hear from you as well. Thanks very much for inviting us to this podcast. It's been a pleasure for both of us to be here and we look forward to having the listeners on our tours. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Uh, dear listener, I hope you enjoy listening to Sonia Muller and Teresa Hunkler. And uh, I tell you, à bientôt.